You're listening to... No, that's not real. You're listening to The Heidi Roo Show. Yeah, that's better. Inspiring. Entertaining. Real. The Heidi Roo Show. Welcome to the New Year's episode of The Heidi Roo Show. I'm so excited about this because... We've got two listeners that have um, stepped up and said that they want to share their out-of-the-box New Year's resolution goal, and they're allowing us to follow along with their story throughout the year. Uh, So every month, we're going to check in with them. So you get to hear kind of what worked for them, what didn't work for them, their struggles, uh, their victories. I'm so looking forward to this, and I think you will, too. So we've got two listeners. One, their goal, their resolution or goal is medically necessary. The second one is lifestyle necessary. I think you're going to find that both of them are super relatable. I think that they're going to kind of inspire you in a way. And I hope that we can inspire and encourage them along the way too. So here's their stories. Well, I am Shamsa Raggi and um, I was born in um, Mogadishu, Somalia. I lived in Wisconsin until I was two. I am one of eight. That's very shocking. I am a middle child. (laughs) (laughs) Never left the middle. Um, I have um, four siblings. I'm sorry, three siblings here and um, four siblings in uh, Wisconsin. I work for Salem Media Group, which is one of the largest Christian radio stations here. Um, Well, I guess in the the United States. Mm -hmm. Um, But I work um, for a Buckhead um, location. And I've been there almost nine years. Very shocking. Yeah, that's very, crazy. Very and that's how we met, too. Mm-hmm. And you started, uh, did you start as an intern or did I you did. just go straight into promotions? Um, I started out as an intern, well, kind of just volunteering for Celebrate Freedom. Mm-hmm. And it's like sucking you in after that. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. Then I did promotions for about um, six years. And now I work at in the front office with all the fun people. Oh, And I get nice. to actually work and learn stuff. <laughs> We won't say what that means about the promotions, will we? (laughs) (laughs) No, all of my friends are gone, so I have to make new friends. (laughs) I know. That's so sad. That's how Shamso and I met was through the fish, Mm -hmm. and she was just always such a joy. I loved having her whenever she'd come on remotes. Um, It was just so fun. So, anyways, well, we're here to talk about something um, cool that you're planning for 2018. Mm -hmm. And I had asked people, hey, do you have any out-of-the-box New Year's resolutions? And Shamso said, well, yeah, I, I kind of do. It's kind of a big, I guess, New Year's resolution mm-hmm. or goal for 2018. So will you share what that is? Uh, my goal for 2018, um, first of all, is to get healthy. Um, I suffer from polycystic ovarian syndrome, and it basically just slows my body down. Um, I have to work very hard just to lose a few pounds. Um, I gain weight a lot faster than um, a normal person. Like I would go to the doctor and I'll be at one weight, then I'll go back and my weight will go up. Um, it's very hard to maintain a normal weight. As I got older in my mid-20s, um, it really hit me a lot harder. My natural insulin would not fight it off. So um, my goal for 2018 a, is to get my insulin level to a normal level and to lose weight and I also want to run a 5k I know a lot of people are like oh that's not a big deal and I'm like if I'm not it if you is. see I'm running yeah you know something is chasing me and I'm about to die <laughs> I do not run it's just not what I do um, I will walk to the moon and back but I will not run yeah. so that is my goal is to um, complete a 5k um, before 2019 
Um, I'm going to be 34. Very shocking in two and a half weeks. Ah. So I want to start off with um, 34 pounds because I'm going to be 34. So if I do a you know a pound a week, I'm going to try to get to 34 pounds at least before. Um, the middle of the year. That's awesome, Shamso. And and I totally understand. A 5K is a big deal. I remember even um, like in college, I mean, I thought I, I would do like aerobics and things like that, but then I would go out and run. And I mean, I couldn't even go half a mile. I was winded and it felt mm-hmm. uncomfortable. Yeah. And so three miles, yeah, that is a big deal. So yeah, don't let anyone tell you that that's just a small feat because that is so huge. And I'm so excited yeah, for so you. Yes, I'm excited too. Um, I've been reading a lot of stuff on Pinterest and mm-hmm. following a lot of um, people on social media to see like what steps have they taken to start running. Right. And the first thing they always say is to pace yourself and don't try to overdo it. Mm-hmm. So hopefully <laughs> I can get out there and, and start. I think I'm more um, afraid of falling. Mm-hmm. And um, like, what are people saying? Are they looking at me? And mm-hmm. I'm so self-conscious. So I, I want to start small, but I want to do a 5K before the year's over with. Yeah, that's awesome. You're not alone with the fear of what people think, too. There have been times that I've literally been like, especially when I first started running, I'm like, I don't want to run on like a busy street because mm-hmm. I feel like people are going to, I mean, they're going to be like, oh, bless her heart. She's trying to go up that tiny little hill and <laughs> she's just looking like she's dying right there, exactly. you know? Yeah. And um, so I totally get that. I think you're not alone. And I appreciate you being vulnerable and sharing that. So what is, has the doctor even said that if you do lose this weight, that that will help your, is it's, it's referred to as PCOS, right? Mm-hmm. Is that correct? Yes. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah, so she um, told me I need to do a lot of cardio, mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh, let's go start small here. <laughs> you know, we just can't just run for the bigger right. things. Um, so she says to me, a lot of cardio, and basically you need to watch what you eat. So you basically have to pick your poison. You know, if you mm-hmm. don't drink your sugar, mm-hmm. if you're going to have something sweet, don't drink it. So, you know, changing up at Starbucks is a lot. And that has been a big change for me. Um, For the last few years, I can't even get a sweet drink at Starbucks because I know A, it's going to make my blood sugar spike and then it's going to slow me down. I'm going to be super tired. So it's a big change just to drink coffee and cream without sugar. So I'm like, oh gosh, (laughs) what have I gotten myself into? Um, So it it slows my body down so much, not to be all TMI, but it also kills your menstrual cycles. And, you know, that's not normal Mm -hmm. for, you know, anyone, regardless if they say, oh, my gosh, I'm (laughs) pain free. It's not normal. But um, she said to me, you have to get your blood sugar under control because I have no insulin in my body that's Mm -hmm. fighting off all the carbs and the sugar and the starch stuff that I eat Mm -hmm. so um I've I went and bought a pressure cooker the other day nice yeah to take it out of the car (laughs) but I do have one yes and it's like one of these really cool ones that you can control from your cell phone like if you want to turn the temperature up and down so I'm excited to try it yeah Um, that's awesome first step is to getting it out of the car (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and actually using it. Um, so I'm, I'm excited to try that. Yeah. And um, a lot of people tell me plant-based food is really mm-hmm. good. So I'm exploring a lot of different things. There's so much out there. And I'm so, mm-hmm. I'm applauding you for, I feel like you're doing, you know, all your research with it and stuff. But there's so much out there. It, there, it is a lot. Like I'm I, empathizing it, with you. It, I look on Pinterest a lot just to see 
what I know I will stick to because mm-hmm. knowing me, I'm like, yeah, I'm two weeks and I'm like, okay, I'm bored. Right. I don't want to eat the same thing over and over again. But I think if I start small, um, you know, then I will graduate to the next level where I'm like, oh, this is nothing. Like mm-hmm. I've given up sugar. I've given up eating meat for a while and I know I can do it. But, you know, you just get bored with it and then you get tempted. You go for lunch or dinner and you're like, oh, if I just have a little piece, it won't yeah. do anything. Um, so I think I just have to start small mm-hmm. and not overwhelm myself because I will give up. Right. Yeah, sure. Well, and you're not alone, too. I mean, the the statistics say that most people even give up within like two weeks mm-hmm. or a month of their goal and resolution. So I think starting small is probably really great. So I think you've kind of already answered this, but would you say that your overall game plan or the steps that you're going to take is just to kind of start small? So maybe the first month is just trying to add in a little bit more cardio and no sugary drinks or what are, what are some um, specific ways that you're planning on tackling this? Um, I was involved in kickboxing a lot and I would go like two to three times a week. Um, but when I moved, it's just like trying to get from Bucket back to when I lived in Stone Mountain. It's just traffic is just horrible. Mm -hmm. It's just like, by the time I get home, I just have no motivation. But now I live in Lawrenceville, and my instructor <laughs> is in Lawrenceville. Oh, wow. So it just makes it easier because I know he will wait for me, like, if I'm running late mm-hmm. with traffic. So I think I just need to get back in the routine of stepping outside of my fear. And, again, I don't want anyone to see me. Mm-hmm. I'm going to wear, like, ten layers of clothes just to um, feel comfortable again with, mm-hmm. you know, you know, we, we're not perfect, and mm-hmm. no one is perfect. Yeah. and. You know, I may be slower than the other ladies in the class, but, you know, you have to start small just, yes. you know, and move forward. So I think I'm going to have to start back with the, the kickboxing because that it kept my adrenaline going and mm-hmm. got the heart beat up. And it, you know, made me sore yeah, and tired and uh-huh. scared to look at food. <laughs> but I think that's what I, I need to start doing is just taking time and making time to do things that's going to help me in the mm-hmm. long run. What do you feel like is the biggest hindrance in you accomplishing this? And I'll just say from my perspective on like weight stuff or fitness stuff, um, a lot of times it all comes down to my heart, Mm -hmm. you know, and either things that I start saying in my head, like even what we just talked about as far as I I don't want to go out and run because I I probably look stupid and people are going to be like, what is wrong with her? You know? Do you feel like that would probably is going to be your biggest hindrance, or do you feel like there's something else? Or, um, I think my biggest hindrance is probably myself because I'm mm-hmm. so self conscious and I um, I fear going out and doing things that people will find really easy to do, like going outside for a run or go- being in an exercise class and or joining a gym because I'm like, well, I don't want people to be looking at me and I can't keep up and I'm may not know this machine or this technique or this style or what to do. Um, So I think the biggest fear that I have is myself because I look at people because I'm thinking they're looking at me and they're probably like, what's wrong with her? (laughs) So I think the biggest fear is myself. Mm -hmm. And I think if I move past, you know, my fear, then I will be okay with joining a class and having fun and interacting with other people. But Mm -hmm. I think I have to be comfortable with myself first and then move forward. Yeah, I think that that's, yeah, 
So true. And I think that you're, you're totally not alone in that, which really leads me to the next thing. How can we support and encourage you in this? Uh, because you'll hear too in the podcast, we're going to follow Shamso on her journey this year. We're going to you know, touch base with her once a month and see how she's doing. So how can we be there to support you and encourage you? Um, you know, even if it's just like a message or text message or email or, you know, something, you know, hey, how you doing? Just because I feel like I don't have that. Mm-hmm. You know, I have friends who are all healthy or in shape and can easily go out and do it. Um, I don't have very many friends that I do know um, that I, you know, socialize with every day who suffer you know from PCOS Mm -hmm. Um, I know my sisters have suffered from it or my cousins but they have moved on and they're like oh we did this this and this and it worked and I'm like well I'm still struggling with this Mm -hmm. and it's not working so I think you know if you want to send me a message or you know a Facebook message or a text message. I'm okay with that because <laughs> I need all the encouragement I can get. I yeah. really do. And um, we'll, I'll post too on the Facebook page. I'll tag you in there so people can find out how to get in touch with you specifically. Mm-hmm. If you um, can my, share that. My with Facebook them. is um, it's just Shamsa Raginess, S H A M S O, and my last name is R A G H E. And I am on Twitter as well, Shamso84. Awesome. Okay. And not you are on Instagram too, oh, right? Oh, Instagram, okay. yes. I don't remember. Oh, I'm S Raggy, S-R-A-G-H-E. So I'm like, what is my Instagram name? <laughs> and we'll tag Shamso as well as we're, you know, promoting this podcast or whatever. So you can check it out on the Heidi Rue show fan page. Um, well, thank you so much for letting us walk with you in this sham so thank you for your bravery and even being able to share this I mean the fact that you're you know you've shared that you're a little insecure to go to classes and stuff and yet you are willing to to be on this podcast I mean that's huge and I think that says a lot I think that shows a lot of bravery and courage so thank you I was super nervous I was like (laughs) oh my gosh I don't want people to like call me I'm like gosh are you okay I am good you know (laughs) but I was like super nervous (laughs) I know I know and I I think the other thing that I want to let you know too is that there's no pressure in here Mm -hmm. you know you even said at the beginning nobody's perfect and you're right. Nobody is perfect. And I think that another thing that you said is so key to is small steps. And that's really the key for any of us, right, is mm-hmm. to, to change anything, is small steps and grace for ourselves. So we are here for you, and we're excited to follow along on your journey. I'm excited. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I am here with Angelia. Um, Angelia, welcome to the Heidi Rue Show. I'm excited to have you on with me. Today, we're going to talk about a really cool and different 2018 resolution or goal. But first, can you share with us a little bit more about you and yourself and where you live and about your family, what you like to do and all that stuff? I live in Chattanooga, and I have a very large family. I have, uh, and I'm recovering from a cold, (laughs) a little stuff here. Um, I have six young people in my house. We're setting a New Year's resolution to, I'm calling it the Make Do With. (laughs) initiative. Okay. And uh, I'm getting some eye rolls probably from your audience as well as my kids that we're going to try to do this. Because you have four um, kids, right? So that's the family of six? Actually six. Oh, six kids. One's an adult, but um, uh, we are working on, you know, we do use recycle and we have a a goal of how much money we want to save by not buying new things. And I don't know 
exactly how to go about it, but it's it's the goal that we're setting. So um, shopping, you know, farmers market and thrift stores, which we'll see how that goes because it's not what we <laughs> what we do. We we buy everything new, right. and I don't, you know, there's certain things I probably won't buy at the thrift store, like shoes. Right. <laughs> how sure. crazy we are about you know use shoes, but um, for where we can. This is what we're going to do. We're going to make that effort. And then um, also trying to reduce less garbage Mm -hmm. and use less plastic. And um, um, someone else suggested making our own products. We're going to give that a try. Oh, wow. And um, that's the direction we're going in. Like, I guess, cleaning products and things like that. A lot of those, I guess, you can make yourself kind of, right? Angelia, tell us what is the motivation behind it? Like, what led you to make this resolution? It just feels like we're wasting a lot. And then um, <laughs> it's really expensive to buy everything new. And um, the, the main motivation is to see how much money we can save. Mm-hmm. And, and it just feels like we're going through a lot of things and trying to move away from being consumers so much. These things that you hear, you know, you should be doing, we're not doing it, and we want to try to do it. And and the the problem that I've seen as we started researching is what the information we get is so extreme. They want you to basically move into um, an Ewok hut, (laughs) (laughs) and I can't I can't go to that extreme. But what can I do in in a suburban setting? And that's what we're looking for. Would you mind if I asked you how much you're trying to, the goal is to save by doing this? But you said, I, I guess, by a certain a time. goal of okay. 10000 Okay. Which, <laughs> as much as we spend, I, I don't I don't think it'll be that hard. I mean, 10000 for the year. Right. And, and these changes alone in decreasing um, incidental spending. First of all, I want you to tell me, I'm going to ask you about your game plan here in just a second. But first, I want to know. How are your kids responding to this? Because I think that most people would be like, oh, that's a great idea. But our my kids would be like, uh, no, ma'am, that's not happening. <laughs> yeah, right now, it's like I'm coming in wild-eyed with these great ideas. And like, we're going to do this. And they're like, can we just play a real game? Right. <laughs> they're not opposed to it. But um, the, the way they are, especially being teenagers, it's kind of a, what does this mean for us? Right. So... And, and they, you know, we've already started doing a few things, but, um, uh, and, and the goal too will be to make it where it's not so extreme that we're not, no, making them miserable, but, sure. um, but the response is kind of a, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and what are the ages of your kids? Well, I have inherited a sister's kid. So okay. 27, 17, 16, 14, 10. And five. Wow. Okay. He <laughs> says, wow. Yeah. And every day we still say, wow. Okay. Tell me a specific game plan that you have to try and accomplish this. Well, one thing we're also doing is trying to make our own product. So we fired up the bread machine last night and I've ordered gluten to make my own um, wheat bread because we go through a lot of bread because they like their sandwiches. So there's one game plan, and then just continue looking at what changes we can make easily at the beginning. Um, another thing is 
reduce, going through what we have and minimizing what we have because that saves time and that saves money. You have so much stuff and it's such a mess and you you can't find what was the last thing you can't find something so you have to go out and buy it. Yes. Yeah, so oh, I've done that. Money. Yeah. Do you know how many um, jars of cumin I have in my cabinet? Because I th- I think that, oh, I don't have that. I need to buy that for that recipe. And then I come home and I'm like, wait a minute. There are like three jars in my cabinet and I just bought a new one. See, we have that problem except for things that have sugar. Ah, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It has sugar in it. They eat it. And that's another part of what we're trying to reduce sugar. Yeah. By making our own products. And um, the poor children. When I first started that, that was, uh, <laughs> you think I had it with a concentration camp. <laughs> One of them got up in the middle of the night and was eating syrup. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I'm <gasps> getting sugar fixed. So, um, oh, that's not, hilarious. Maybe I packed it up too much. So, but we still eat a lot of junk, and that's yeah. a big money saver. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's part of the plan, too, is reducing the you know the, all the stuff we shouldn't be eating the junk food now you said that that would be a big um money saver as well but i think that a lot of the mentality is is that junk food is actually cheaper than regular food i have my own theory about that but what why did you say that that would reduce your cost well when it comes to the junk food the, the, they binge on it mm. i i to buy it the last time i see it is when it when it crosses the conveyor belt at the grocery store, <laughs> that's the last I see it. They get it and they binge on it. Mm-hmm. That's not that's not cheaper. When, right. You know, it goes so fast. It, mm-hmm. it, it, you know, and it doesn't sustain you. You eat that and then you're still ready for a meal <laughs> two hours later. Right. So um, um, that's it's just a big expense to something that doesn't really contribute to the, the household. I totally agree with that. And I've had friends that have said, um, I have a friend that will say, well, Heidi, I wish I could eat as healthy, you know, as you guys do, but I don't have the money for it. And um, I'm like, but you don't understand when you are eating unhealthfully, it doesn't sustain you. I mean, if I eat, I could eat a bag of chips and still be hungry, you know, 30 minutes later. And, After I killed myself with right, or else <laughs> I could have an apple that's like a dollar with almond butter yeah. and be good for you know hours. So, um, so yeah, I totally agree with you it, on that. And there's a, there's you know sugar addiction, and right? It, it, we don't talk about it enough in mm-hmm. in society yet, but sugar addiction. When I'm eating sugar, I want more sugar. I want more food. I'm I'm less satisfied. I I want more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like. I don't. I've never been addicted to anything else, but but sugar is is it makes you crazy, and you're not even realizing that you're crazy. Why you're wanting more, and and um and the difference it makes when you're off of it, that you're not ravenous. So, you know, <laughs> it's so true. And I think that everyone probably listening is like nodding their heads because we just came off of like the most sugar laden season of the year um, with Christmas and, you know, holidays and New Year's Eve and everything. Oh, my goodness gracious. Like I I hate to admit this, but I did have cookies for at least two mornings uh, this past week for breakfast. And again, and yeah, talking about you. yeah. <laughs> it's ridiculous. And, and I of course, I was hungry. Yeah. So I'm not. I'm not preaching. I'm like, this is what I'm going to try to right. do because we're so strung out. Yeah. <laughs> so many 
things we're not supposed to be doing. That's so that true. We're trying, and I have I have quit making resolutions a long time ago, mm-hmm. but um, this one's like we kind of have to. Mm-hmm. We we we've pushed it out to where we're so unorganized and and we're eating so bad and we're spending so much money. It's like it's <laughs> more than a resolution. It's just like we're just picking a date to start because it's what we have to do. Mm-hmm. It's it's. I mean, the the walls aren't falling in or anything, but it's like this this gray cloud in my mind. We need to be doing this. This is what what they tell us we need to be doing. They, the experts, what we know is <laughs> just bad practices, bad American practices. Mm-hmm. And, and if it's mentioned, we're probably in this house, except for drug addiction, we're probably doing it. <laughs> <laughs> well, Angelia, that's awesome. So tell us as, um, you know, as like the Heidi Ruscio community, the listeners, um, because they're wonderful. Um, by the way, every listener, I mean, some of the comments they make, I'm like, you guys are yeah, amazing people. Tell them to send me their tips. Okay. Help me. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what tell I was going to that's what I was going to ask you is what can we do to support you and encourage you in this uh, going along your journey this year? I'm not living in a tiny house, but beyond that, because <laughs> <laughs> we want to imagine a family of eight in a tiny house, right? Or even a small house. This house uh-huh. is three thousand square feet, and it's still it's still small. Yeah, um, it's big enough, but um, you know, there's no there's not a lot of stretch room. Sure. But um, if they have ideas on on how save money, reduce, 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 reuse, recycle. Um, I'd love to see it. Okay. Awesome. I'm I'm watching YouTube videos and it's one after another about living in the tiny house (laughs) (laughs) with a composting toilet. And that's, that's not helpful for the average family on, on how to make transitions. Oh, great. Okay, so if you have a tip for Angelia, then leave it on our Facebook page. It's the Heidi Rue Show on Facebook. Uh, you can also leave it on Instagram, at Heidi Rue, or Twitter, at Heidi Rue. Um, the other way to, to leave a comment or a tip is to com- to uh, comment on our podcast homepage, which the link is in the, whether it's iTunes or Stitcher or Google Play, however you listen, there'll be a link to the podcast website uh, for the Heidi Rue Show. So you can leave it there for Angelia. Please leave your comments. And the cool thing about this is, is that you'll be able to give us feedback too on what's worked and what hasn't. Because we're going (laughs) to. I'm doing a vlog. Oh, you are putting it together as a vlog because I didn't see anything on YouTube right. for what we're doing. Okay. So like there's an opportunity. Absolutely. And, um, so I, when I get the first episode, I'll, I'll shoot that to you. Please do. And, Please do. Yeah. And Angelia is going to check in with us like once a month or so. And she's just going to let us know how it's going, what she's learned. Um, you know, what tips have worked, what tips haven't worked. Um, has there been any, any, um, breakdowns <laughs> um because <laughs> well, i'm sure I, that there I, would be. it's going to be a long journey well thank you so much for allowing us to follow you on this journey angelia hey, thank you well thank you again to shamso and angelia for being open and vulnerable and willing to share with us and i wanted to kind of throw my personal journey into the to the pot here um some of you may have known, know if you've listened to the podcast that my husband and I have been trying for kids for four years now and without success. And this year I feel like is going to be my kind of last year of trying. We've only tried natural stuff. Um, I've been to a naturopathic doctor and, um, you know, we've all gotten, te- we've both gotten all as in 
the both of us, have gotten tested. And um, there's only one weird thing that's wrong with me as far as my ovulation is a little irregular. And so my doctor had said that I probably should get on Clomid, and I didn't want to. And I think that I may be getting a little more open to it this year, um, as I feel like this may be just kind of the last year. And if it doesn't happen this year, then I may just close the book on it, um, that it just may not happen for me and my husband, Mike. So I will share with you that journey as we go along. Um, and I just wanted to to wrap up this episode with a couple of shout outs. I put out a plea on Facebook for some reviews for the show on iTunes. And the reason why is because without the reviews, without the downloads, um, it won't show up on like a main page on iTunes. And so that w- means other people don't get to listen to it. So many people took time to write reviews. And I just have to say a big thank you. Now, these aren't going to be the actual names. They have to use do a username. But M. Moss 513 left a really sweet review. Taylor Shutter did. Tried a million nicknames. <laughs> I think that's Jen Hall. Um, she left a sweet, sweet review. Thank you so much, Jen. Joey Wentz left a wonderful review. Kelly Douglas, Mike and Marty, uh, Surviving Mommy, which is Cindy Simmons, left a sweet, sweet uh, review. Dana Rocks 83, JSJD 81, uh, Melissa Cartwright made such a sweet review. And there's a lot more. I'll give some more shout outs um, on other episodes, but I just wanted to say thank you so much. And if you feel inclined to leave a review, if you've enjoyed this podcast, then please do on iTunes or on any um, way that you listen to this podcast. It's so helpful. And I can't tell you how much I appreciate the time that it takes to do that. So, Here is to an awesome 2018 year. I hope that it is your best year ever. As a Georgia peach, she loves pleasing people, so she wants to know how she can improve the show. So let her know, either on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram, at Heidi Rue. Also be kind, because she's my wife. And if she has a bad day, then I'm really going to hear about it. 